Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Elvis. And I'm Denise. Babe, so we're going to talk about some questions that we got on Instagram, right? Yeah, so we um, we put up the NGO uh, link, not going to lie. And we got a lot of questions that were kind of similar. So I was like, you know what, let's, let's do a short video kind of answering it in open discussion. Um, so I have... I have the questions here, mm. and um, they were all very good questions. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do that. Some of the basic ones we answered already on the IG and have it saved on a, as a highlight. All right. So one of the first questions we got, which we could have written probably a response to, but it says, is it okay to get married and not do a big wedding? Yes. I would prefer to just do a big um, honeymoon. Yeah, I yeah, that's true. But I think also, I think as, I think as we got older, too, um, you realize how much money gets spent on a wedding mm -hmm. that could be a down payment for a house for, I mean, whatever your goal is. Right. Um, and it's like, dang, do I really want to spend all that money on on a one day event? And then with the re sad reality of life too, is like, not that I'm wishing anyone's bad on their, on their marriage, but like you imagine spending all that money and then just deciding to be done with each other it's like it's a risk it's a little risk that you get to it in that i think you shouldn't get him you shouldn't be getting married if you're thinking that way <laughs> it's uh, true. That's, just, that's just my opinion you shouldn't be but, getting married if you're thinking of is it really worth it i mean if you're gonna say yes i do yeah. then let's think about less we're all in yeah that's true i mean for us we wouldn't spend that much on a we wedding. didn't have the money back then yeah. and i think now at this point in life i wouldn't do it because Man, let's just go travel. I will be out for a month. Yeah, like and we want a small vacation. We are gonna make fifteen years in November, and we were thinking about renewing. And I'm like, for that, I'd rather just go on vacation. Yep. So, so give it, give us any suggestions. Where should we go? I already have an idea of where, where I want to go. I said it. I want to try to go to Egypt. That'll be beautiful. God willing, um, we got to see where we are. You know, because you make your plans, but you you just never know what what could happen and what life can bring. But that would be nice to go somewhere there or at least anywhere that we can go away for 10 days. Yeah. I think it's needed um, for couples who are able to travel together, do it. For those who don't have children, take advantage and travel. Do things that you may be more limited to do because of issues, maybe because of child care, financially, whatever. Um, when a child comes, just that's my little TED yeah. talk. Once you have your kid, everything changes. You have yeah. to plan kind of around their schedule as well yeah because so even if you have the money you still have to consider school, school and all that stuff okay all right the next question is would you both do it all again marriage if so what would you change if anything i would do it i would re-get married with you again i think i would change obviously not making the mistake of talking to anybody else again and I think I would change our financial situation, meaning I wouldn't spend as much as I did when I was younger. Me neither. I mean, I would change the age if I could. If it if that didn't change us having Alanis and Alina, like if it would, if that didn't alter that part of the equation, I would wait a little bit later, like till we're a little bit more established. What would make, so what would make a difference of us if we were kind of established? We wasn't bad. Financially, come on. Remember the little apartment we have in Dito? Like, we wasn't in the... Again, we're starting again. We would yeah. probably wait to have the baby. Oh, that too. Oh, yeah, that too. 
I didn't mention the baby. <laughs> I, I didn't mention the baby, so we would have got married, and I think I would have waited off at least a few years for the baby. Yeah, traveled a little bit, um, enjoy ourselves, and you know, travel if we had the money. Really, we didn't have the money. Yeah, build uh, but up, but at least enjoy mm-hmm. ourselves, right? Do a little bit more of us. I think that's why we made a lot of mistakes because we were so young in marriage. Yeah, we jumped into marriage, having a baby. Like all, all everything was too fast. Everything was too fast, and everything was thrown at once. Like we were learning all these our roles as partners, and then had to learn our role as a parent. It was just a lot going on back then. You know what I would want to do, and I know that you would want to do too. Um, that we talk about it now because I know we both really want to do it. I, I think we would do missionary trips because we wouldn't have the kids. We wouldn't have yeah. to worry about that. I think going to a foreign country and be able to give back. Um, I think that would be amazing as yeah. a couple. That that really, um, I don't know. I, I think it's a very yeah. unique experience. So in some, yeah, we would get married again. We would change maybe having a child off the back. I said I would change the age, the time that I got married. Um, you know the funny part? You always ask me this question. I mean, you stopped for a while now. But I, I remember do. you would always, oh... You think you would do it again? You think you would yeah. do it? And I always, always, my answer was yes. And yeah. your answer was always like, uh, Because I, sure. I don't know if, I don't think I mentioned it in the episode of the beginning, but for me, it was like, I'd be feeling a little bit bad and like a little bit of regret because I'm like, man, you came from Puerto Rico and you didn't have a chance to like establish yourself. And I kind of feel like I, I mean, it was both our action to create the child, but I was like, I took that opportunity from you. Like, I feel like, I used to tell him that a lot. Now I don't. But before I used to be like, you know, the moment you asked me to be your girlfriend, like I feel like the unselfish thing at the time would have been to say no and let's be friends and see where it goes, right? Because you came straight from Puerto Rico and you didn't have the chance to explore, to let out whatever stuff you wanted to do, right? As as, as a man and, and as a young guy coming into the United States and stuff like that. So I think that's, my part that I would have changed. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't sit and wonder of the what ifs. Mm-hmm. You can only do learn from your experiences and take that information and move forward. Like there's not much I can do because we can sit here and talk about all the things we could have done differently. But here we are. We can't change that. You know, I think that's just you overthinking things like Shut always up. and thinking that you have <laughs> the power of controlling the choices I make in life. I know you're saying that you made that choice. You don't have that choice. I'm the one that makes the choice. Yeah. Either I want to be with her or I don't want to yeah. be with her. And, and, and plus, I wouldn't be the man I am today if I wouldn't gone through the struggle, if I wouldn't gone through everything I went through in life. And if I probably would have explored, like you say, explore, I probably wouldn't have been sitting down here right next to you. That's true, too. So, no, I would redo it again. <laughs> next question. All right. How do you go on knowing he cheated or vice versa? That's horrible because you were the one that first met Dita La Pata. So for he loves me, bringing that. no, for yeah, me, talk, talk because yeah, that. I don't think we really even spoken about that, right? And for me, I was traumatized. To be honest with you, I was traumatized, and I think I didn't even think about it until we did the video, the first video that we mm-hmm. did for the podcast. Because I'm like, man, I remember when that happened. I used to have like flashbacks of you doing whatever you were doing that you wasn't supposed to be doing. And that would affect me because I'm like, yo, she's going to do it again. She's going to do it again. She's going to do it again. And in my head, I was like, if I don't give her, because I felt like a man, right? You kind of failed me, right? I remember when I came back 
from Connecticut and told you the same, like that same day I came back. Yeah, I was like, what? you went to the my grandma's bathroom. No, I got, I got, I got in depression. I, I started working. Floor, I, I started remember. working out like crazy. I started running like crazy. Like my, I would release. But I like going to the gym. I mean, I haven't gone to the gym, but that's where I would release my stress because I was very stressed out. Why? Because I believed in you 100%, and mm-hmm. I didn't believe that you were capable of failing me the way you did. And I'm like, man, like, she went that low? Like, I can't, I just couldn't believe it. And it took me a while for me to realize, like, listen, if I don't let go, right, because I was holding on to what you did, if I didn't let go eventually, we wasn't going to move forward. But how did you kind of get over because i remember that time letting go that was you right have before to let go. that literally happened right before i ended up getting pregnant mm-hmm. like a few months before and um i don't remember you bringing it up like i i don't remember us having really discussions or arguments about it again that was me internally i made the choice to forgive you yeah and i kind of let go I said, you know what, God, if this is truly of you, you're going to align everything else and she's not going to do it again. Now, if that happens again, don't let the door hit you on your way out. Like yeah. there wasn't any other option because if I feel if I give you a chance, you shouldn't disrespect me that way again. You shouldn't make me feel the way I felt, the way you made me feel that day. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, that was probably one of the lowest moments in my life. And you wouldn't want somebody that you love to feel that way again. Yeah. And I guess for me, it's kind of like, what else can you do, right? Because, like, how you have to go on. Like, the, whether you choose to, to remain with, in the relationship or move or move forward and, and let go of that relationship, like, there's what else can you do? You can't, you're not going to get anything out of just staying in that in those feelings like yeah it's like it's gonna hurt you're gonna go through the roller coaster of emotions and process it but after that you gotta like pick yourself up and and just take one step at a time that is not it's gonna hurt they're gonna remember things yeah but a decision has to be made and i think that with anything in life is like you forgive to free yourself from those feelings right from that anger from the disappointment from the hurt um, from the sadness, not more for that person, but more for you. Because you want to make things work mm-hmm. in a marriage, in a relationship. There's gonna be work, overwork. There's gonna be overtime. There's gonna be change. There's gonna be shifts. If you're not willing to put in the work to make your relationship work, and I'm saying both of you, right? Yeah. Because I could have cheated, or you could have cheated, but both of you have to determine. One way or another, we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. And how does this work? Exactly that, like that, working. I have to change the way I think, the way I treat her, the way you treat me, the way we kind of do everything. And my mentality has to be everything I do moving forward, it has to affect this in a positive way, right? Because a lot of time people are like, oh, I'll give the person a chance. I'm not talking about us. I'm just talking in general. But if the person doesn't want to put in the work, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Right? Both people have to come in agreement. Like, listen, I messed up. I failed. But if you're dealing with somebody that doesn't admit that they made a mistake or keeps on making the same mistake, then listen, I'm sorry it'd be the banner of bad news, but you need somebody that actually values you. Right? Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to bring my wife to the place I took you 
when we were in our dark moments. I don't want you to pass through that moment. Yeah. I want you to look at me and see joy, want to be with me, desire to want to be with me. Yeah. So that ties into our next questions was how did you forgive and or and forget? I don't think you don't forget things that happen. It's not like the moment I say I forgive you, unfortunately, like we don't get amnesia and or like you know, men in black, you press but the button. But you kind of have to forget. You have to forget in a way where if you listen of it or you hear somebody cheated with somebody, it can't affect you. Yeah. Because if it did affect you, then you didn't heal. Right? Because you so could like be kind able, of forgetting those feelings. You, exactly. Because you can't, like, think about it. We talked about it now and we're able to talk about it. But if you're talking about it and you're still hurt, Give yourself some time to heal, mm -hmm. right? Don't determine, oh, this is not going to work or this is going to work until you're completely healed. And it could take a week, two weeks, a month, a year, two years. Yeah. But until there's not a whole healing process, that relationship is not going to move forward. Yep. And it's kind of like it has to, it's, it's both of you working together. Correct. But I think a lot of it, when it comes to forgiveness, is really an internal thing. It's, it's, it's you making the decision to move forward and kind of working with your partner, right? So kind of like reestablishing the new boundaries of what you are no longer comfortable with, right? And depending what type of issue it was, right? Like um, for me, um, after all the issues we've had, um, you know, it would bother me if he liked uh, a girl that was maybe very provocative, like in a photo, like very minimal clothing, like things like that. That would bother me. So I had to set that boundary and it took him a while to accept it, but he had to accept it. Whether or not he agreed or didn't see any big deal about it, he learned that, you know what, this bothers her so much. So I'm, it's not worth it being an argument or me hurting her feelings. Like she, you know what I mean? Like is liking a picture. If it, it's, it shouldn't be that big deal to like a picture. If I know it's going to like compromise how she feels about me or, or, you know, cause some form of distrust. So I think that setting boundaries as to what you, you're not comfortable with and being able to be receptive to that as the partner that may have made done the offense is important because that helps in the forgiveness parts is like, you know, saying like, you know, this is bothering me, right? Like the book I was reading now, His Knees and Her Knees, the example he used is like with this couple that had infidelity, multiple like infidelities. He was like, you know, this couple I would suggest because he was a th he's a therapist is they might have to check in with each other um, throughout the day, right? And some couples don't check in with each other throughout the day. They don't call each other to see how they're doing and how's their day going or their schedule. But for a couple that did like this, where he would say he was in one place and wasn't, you know, they, he would suggest that to try to reestablish that trust, which is all part of the forgiveness, right? Because if you see that person putting in the work, you're like, you know what? I can start letting this go because this person is does love me and is making an effort to change. Yeah, you got to pick your battles when it, when it comes to those pictures and liking stuff. I remember back then in IG when you would like a picture, you were able to see who liked it what. So I remember that you used to get upset. I'm like, listen, this is just giving me issues. Let me mm -hmm. just stop liking. Let me stop following. And, 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 you know, a lot social media, man, it just messes up with you. When you go in there and you start looking at stuff, just get out of there. And is that, because everything judge. is sexualized. Yeah. Everything you go, it's look, true. my car page, right? Because I have a car page. Um, everything I see there, if you look at the algorithm, right, where mm -hmm. it pops up everything that you like, everything is cars. But here and there, you see a car with a person, a, a female in bikinis. 
I'm like, yo, señor, reprenda. <laughs> like, why is it that it always has to pop up? Like, yeah. I'm not purposely looking mm -hmm. and it pops up. Listen, look at your algorithm. Make sure that you're not looking at things incorrectly. Why? Because that's just opening doors to things yeah. that it's going to... It's going to be an argument eventually, right? And we go back to what I said before. You have to put in work, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what you mentioned in the book, right? We have to hold each other accountable. Now, that for me is not going to work, right? What, what it says there in the book. So you have to kind of figure out what works in your yep. relationship to hold each other accountable, but without making them feel like, oh, he's on my back because he, he made the mistake mm -hmm. or she made the mistake, right? Because just because I made the mistake, right? Let's just say it was me doesn't give her a valid reason to be throwing it in my face all the time, right? Because if not, we're not going to move on. Or tracking your removal. Or tracking my... No, because it's like, if if I made the mistake and we want to make this work, we're like, okay, this is a line and we're going to have a trust. Now, it's going to take time to fully have 100% trust, but in that process, you can hold each other accountable without having to be checking up all the time. I think we talk to each other too much in, in a daily basis, if anything like that. Um, but I wanted to make sure, like, I didn't want to have another phone, another phone number, another account on my social media, anything that would affect my relationship with you. I didn't want to have, like, if you can look at my phone right now, my text messages yeah, and I mean, everything not that you had any of those things. No, but what I'm yeah. saying is when you have a rela a healthy relationship, right? You want to be like, listen, my stuff is here. Either you look or you don't. It's clean. Right when you have that relationship, Yo, like he that, he used to have such a bad habit of putting his phone face down too. Before that used to irk me so. Yeah, bad. because listen, when you have things to hide, you have things to hide. You putting in more work trying to hide stuff than putting in work for your relationship to work. Oh, that's good. Put aside your things and work on your relationship. Most people are like, oh, I want this to work. I want this to happen, but they're not willing to put in the work. Yeah, you have to. Listen to your partner, and your partner has to listen to you and like, listen, do we really want to make this work? Mm -hmm. And there's going to be things that are uncomfortable in of that course. conversation. And you know, and you're probably going to be embarrassed. Oh, what people will say, because a lot of times these things pop up. Oh, she was unfaithful or he was unfaithful. Listen, if that's the person you want to be with, you stand up with your head straight and be like, yeah, it happened, but I forgave him and we're going to move forward, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. You got to own it. So that answered one of the questions already. So that one had... I a, keep on going ahead. It's all right. That one had a two-part question, so we can answer the first one. It said, if Elvis or Denise would not have ch both chosen to be with each other, would you say that was God's purpose? Go ahead, answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were motivated to, like, you know, answer all of You got to let me breathe. This is tricky. Not tricky, but I think everyone wants to feel that they're with their soulmate, right? With that person they're meant to be with. And that and I think as believers, we get so worked up on the idea that God approved our marriage, right? That God consents to our marriage. I'm with my soulmate and I love her. Which I'm not <laughs> saying that, you know, those are not valid to want to seek God's will and and be open to what God wants in our life. But we have free will. So if we wouldn't have chosen to be with each other, right, whether it was God's purpose or not, right, because we have free will, sometimes God is like, you know what, you have free will, you get to choose what you want to do, right? Sometimes we get into relationships 
that we were like, oh, this is it. This is the one. Um, people say, oh, yeah, this is of God, right? Because you have to learn to discern what is God's purpose, right? It's not just what feels right or in the moment. You have to really be discerning and kind of set your standards to see if they align also to what God wants, right? Because the Bible says his plan, right, is to not cause harm, to prosper us, is, is what we're choosing aligned to what God wants for us, to that plan, right? And ultimately to the plan of salvation. Is being with this person going to make me lose my salvation or bring me closer to God, right? And in that moment, we were not bringing each other closer to God, right? So even if maybe in that moment we decided to walk away from each other, I feel that if we both would look for God and and we put him first, things would have still worked out for our good. Mm-hmm. You know, Romans 8, 28, regardless if it was together or not, things will always work together for our good for those who love him. And if we would have decided to separate and grow in our relationship with God, we still would be prospering. We would still be growing. Maybe it look a little different. Maybe it would have its, its own challenges, but it doesn't take away that we, it still wasn't, it was or not, or wasn't God's purpose. If that, if that makes sense, like we have free will. Right. So there's people that are meant to be together and sometimes aren't because they're not willing, like Elvis said, to put in the work. Everything we do requires work. Maintaining our relationship with God requires work. work right. It, it is 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 every day putting in time, giving him time, dedicating time the same way for any relationship. Anything requires work. Yeah, I think yes. most people think there is a fairy tale. Oh, God has a perfect person for me and this and that. And, and, you know, if he does, that's great. That's amazing. I mean, I think we're, we're meant to be, and I think that God put us together. Uh, but we always put God in our in our mm-hmm. life. You know, we we I had to grow as a man, and you had to grow as a mother. I had to grow as a father, and you had to grow as a mother. And I think that's what set us apart because we were willing to change. We were willing to put in the work, yeah. right? There was times where I will wake up pumped up. You will probably wake up pumped up. But middle of the day, you wanted to let go. And we're like, ah, listen, I'm not going to make this work. But w- guess what? We waked up every morning trying to make it work. And I think that's what made it work in our relationship. And it's funny that you mentioned God with this. Well, they mentioned God with this whole thing, right? Because a lot of times, I think a lot of relationships go into a relationship just because either they were prophesied upon on, hey, listen, this is your marriage. And I don't have nothing against that. But if those people that got prophesized over, right, if they're not willing to pull in the work, it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Whether the word was said or not, it doesn't matter because if the person is not willing to change, because it doesn't matter who you are, right? When two people come together, they're completely different yep. and there has to be a change. Doesn't matter what, mm-hmm. right? So I think if you're single, start preparing yourself to change, right? P- change yourself from now. But change yourself, that way you would want to date yourself, right? Question yourself, would you want to date yourself back Mm -hmm. then, right? How you was back then. Would I want to date? I wouldn't want to date myself. I was crazy back then. But, right, we got to prepare ourselves in a daily basis. But understanding is still going to require work, right? Because in the beginning, everybody's saying, don't have sex. Separate yourself from having sex. Obtain yourself, right, to be good with the Lord. Then you get married. And then you you could have sex, but then that, that's when you stop wanting to have sex. Yep. And then that messes up the marriage again. Mm-hmm. Because now that you could have sex, you don't want to have sex. 
and that messes up. So you have to learn how to even want to have sex more, kind of spice things up and make things better. But that's a different topic. Yeah. He, but yes. He went on a tangent. I, no, I, I just keep on talking, <laughs> but uh, because we don't have a, a skit today, it's just answering questions. But I think that, yes, um, it could be meant from God, but if you don't put in the work, it's just not going to work. I mean, it's just being honest. That's like with anything. When people be like, oh, I have a calling to be a pastor, a singer, yep. or whatever. Like if you're if you're called to to be a preacher, are you reading the Word of God? Are you reading uh, Bible uh, studies? Are you attending Bible study class at church to absorb information and learn? Right, because you can't just preach talking. Right, you can't just be a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. You have to preach with actually a, a word that's going to be of substance. Right, and and it's a big pressure and responsibility to get on a pulpit or evangelize in the street because you can't just say anything. You have to be aligned to what God wants to use you for. So you have to put in the work. That you know. I think that should be the topic of this podcast. Wow. It has, I mean, you have to put in work. You have to put in work, you know? So, you know, that's, I think that's in, in some, right? Um, I think that answers a few, another one about like our, our lines drawn when we say enough is enough. Um, uh, this other question says, do you get second guess? Did you get second guesses that things wouldn't change through the process? I think everybody thinks that. I think everybody, mm -hmm. come on, just everybody thinks it. But I think if I freaking failed yeah. since the very beginning. Or anytime we would have an argument after we thought we were doing better, right? It's like there's there were times that we would get into like very heated arguments that we would get loud and kind of a little bit out of character. Nothing too crazy. But, you know, there were moments that, that I would even be like, man, is this even worth it? Am I even making changes too? Because you gotta pick your battles, you know. And then after a while, you just learn like this is not worth arguing over, yeah. right? Or losing my relationship. So kind of finding new ways on how to communicate and express what we need. So another question is: How many questions we have left? We have like we got a few minutes. I don't want to keep on. We have like three more. Okay, here we go. So what do you define marriage to be after fourteen years? Work. <laughs> Work. No, I, no, I think we're living our dream marriage, to be honest with you. I think we're in a point like that. We're both happy, and we both got to continue being happy, and, and not only being best friends, but being in love with, with yeah. each other, being attractive to each other, and pursuing more, right? I yeah. think we want to give more than anything else yeah. at this point in life. I think it's too imperfect or unperfect. Okay, I don't even know. Two unperfect people or imperfect people. I don't even know. But you know what I mean. Choosing each other. If it other. was Spanish, I wouldn't know. Dos personas imperfecta escogiéndose, right? Choosing each other. Choosing to be with each other. Choosing to... It's not just choosing love. Choosing to work. Yeah, it's not just love, right? Because I can love you, but I may not like the things you're doing, yeah. right? So it's more than love. It's compromise. It's commitment. It's forgiveness. It's um, accountability. It's teamwork, right? Like recognizing, you know, when you're down, I'm here to pick you up. I'm here to support you, right? Um, I think that's what I define marriage. It's, it's two people willing to put in work. To put in work. Willing to, be, to change. Willing to change, to be willing to adapt because there's going to be circumstances and, and life situations that are going to come up that you're going to have to change and do things differently that were, that you could you didn't have to do or couldn't do before, right? And you answered, are we happy now? We are happy. In general, I think we are happy. We have a lot of goals that we want to accomplish. We have good goals this year. And um, I think that is, you know, having this podcast has been one of them. 
And it, this one says, what did y'all learn through this experience deeper than the YouTube podcast? I don't know if it means m more than what we've put out in the podcast. Um, just work. Just work. Even this takes work. So. And and we're learning a lot from each other with the podcast because we're both very different in how we want to present ourselves and, and come out. Um, but we're learning that it takes time, it takes work, it takes patience and communication. And, you know, the best is yet to come. You know, this is just the beginning Amen. of more conversations we're going to be having with you guys. And we welcome your questions, we welcome your suggestions, and we're happy to be here in this process with you guys and give you guys some encouragement, some realness, a lot of faith and love. Amen. It had to be said. And it was said. Take care, guys. Bye.